it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning and welcome to the Weekly Roundtable. C-SPAN here. A couple of quick announcements and we'll get into today's topic. So uh, first one, my man, finger licking good. Um, his name is Joe Baker. If you follow him on social media, uh, he's, come to get, he's come up with a really good wad. Uh, it's the Chicken Little Memorial Wad. It's got posted by GoRuck and a bunch of other, um, bunch of other sites over last week. I just want to make sure we get a shout out to, to Finger Licking Good and uh, all those guys uh, that were in support of uh, Chicken Little. And I know those guys are still recovering from them um, being gone. So shout out to that. If your group hasn't done that, um, that wad yet, it's terrible. It's a really good one. 24 minutes, really, really hard. Um, highly recommended. Next thing on my list is Sandlot Jacks. And my pal, Saigon Sam, just wanted to make sure I got a shout-out. Sounds like it's going to be a heck of an event. I know, uh, I believe Dredd is speaking. Uh, they got a pretty dynamic list of speakers. Should be a, uh, if you're available and you're around Jacksonville, it sounds like it's definitely worth a road trip. Sounds like it's going to be pretty crazy. Rogue is going to be there, a bunch of other people. I think Tim Kennedy is going to teach out a wrestle and fight. Uh, sounds like an interesting time. Got any questions, you can reach out to the guys at f 3 Jacks or my pal, Saigon Sam. So that's everything I got on the list for this week. Let's jump in to today's topic. So we're going to talk F3 Foundation. Let's start with the easy stuff first. Scratch and win. Who EH you? How long have you been doing F3? Hey, C-SPAN. Thanks for having me, man. Um, been doing F3 since 2014. I was EH'd by Chad Blankenberg, a.k.a. Hops in Area 51. And I know you're an Area 51 guy, and first of uh, Friday, shout out to Hops because that dude's quality. But uh, let's get all your other shout outs. Anybody, you know, normal guys you post with, anybody you want to shout out before we get going? Yeah, I want to give a little shout out to Hello Kitty. He, he uh, welcomed me as a co host on the COT, and that was mighty, mighty kind of him, and really enjoyed spending some. Uh, some time with him, and I want to shout out um, my boy Clover, uh, who just took over as a site team for one of my regular go-tos called Hawk's Nest. So uh, Clover and uh, and those guys are really crushing it. So that's what I got right now. Oh, and last thing, I'm actually going to Cape Fear, so I'm going to be posting with the Leland guys in Leland right across the river there from Cape Fear uh, this week. So looking forward to seeing those guys. And uh, those Cape Fear guys – Leland, all those guys are badasses. They're, that'll be a fun. That'll be a fun trip for you. And um, for sure. So the other one, uh, your podcasting uh, start really. You know, I'm going to take credit for it because you know who you're with first, right? Um, so I, I'm always, you know, when you when you turn into a famous podcaster, I I just want you to know the royalty check uh, comes to me first. Just make sure you're clear on that. Oh yeah, you never forget your first. Me and you, C-SPAN. 
Uh, that sounds so inappropriate. I'm just going to keep moving. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, <laughs> snap fade. Let me try that again. Snap fade. Who are you? How long have you been doing up three? Well, C-SPAN, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, and I'm honored to be on here uh, with you. Um, I, uh, I started up three the second weekend of 2011 at the Alexander Graham Middle School. Um, so I was out of town the first weekend. I don't even remember who headlocked me. And, um, but I remember just hearing a buzz about um, – about what was going on at the middle school. I had been out to um, the Campos, the, the workout that preceded F3, once or twice, and, uh, and I knew I had some sense of, uh, of some of the special sauce that was embedded uh, in these kind, of, uh, in these kind of, of gatherings, and so I was inclined to do it, but Campos guys didn't invite me didn't invite me back after I went out. And so I heard that some guys were splintering and, uh, and it was going on at AG. And so, um, so I decided to, uh, to get after it. And, um, the first workout just about killed me, even though I thought I was in shape. And, uh, but I decided that it was, it was an awesome thing and I needed to keep at it. So I did. Yeah. And I, I was going to say, let's get all your shout outs. Cause, uh, I know you got a bunch of guys that if you don't shout them out, they'll get their feelings hurt. So you just get all your, you know, here's the other one. Everybody in Metro is a badass, but, boy, they're sensitive if you don't shout them out. So just anybody, you got to get those shout-outs. So I don't want anybody to get watery-eyed out of Metro. You know, Metro is the kinder, gentler uh, version of F3. Um, I think they invented the hug-it-out after the workout, among other things. Um if you've ever been to Metro, you know you know what a joke that is. Um, Metro is uh, is is probably the most interesting place I've, I've ever done F three, and I've done it in a few places. Um, uh, it is it is um, it's an amazing place. Obviously, um, having spent a lot of time out there with Dread, um, the Baby Jesus, uh, among among other folks, Crotch Rocket. Um, my my favorite workout to go to is Big Hair. Monday, although I missed it this morning, I was up way too early and and, uh, and couldn't get there. But um, but there are too many, frankly, uh, people to count. And um, and and I will say that uh, I feel just unbelievably fortunate because the vast majority of those folks were it not F, were it not for F three, um, I probably would never have come across them. And what a loss that would have been for me. So to me, yes, F three gets gets me in good shape and all that but to me it's been uh the the secret sauce has been all about uh the people and uh and getting to know the people that that um frankly that can make a big difference in uh in your life and uh and in a lot of cases uh i wouldn't have run across them in my day-to-day so i'm just really grateful uh for everything that three's done for me Amen, brother. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, copyright the tag uh, F3 Metro, home of Hug It Out. Uh, <laughs> and if you've ever if you've ever posted in Metro, you better be you better have your feet planted if you go to hug anybody because they're probably going to punch you in the jaw. So um, yeah, that, that was some <laughs> some free F, that was some free advice if you ever traveled to Metro. Make sure your feet are planted before you uh, before you go to hug somebody. Well. I appreciate you guys being on the call. What you guys do for the nation, I'm just going to be the first guy to say thank you. Um, 
But I think, Scratch, why don't we start with you? I know we've got a lot of stuff going on, and I think if you could kind of set the table for the listeners, um, because I, you guys have made a bunch of changes. Let's catch everybody up, and uh, Scratch, why don't you just take it from there? Yeah, thanks, C-SPAN. So, um, you know, we always want to start from a place of gratitude, and then we'll talk about kind of where we're going. So in terms of gratitude, you know, Snapslade mentioned his name, but an original Redwood uh, crotch rocket, Jim Cotchett, a.k.a. CR, uh, faithfully served in the role as president of F3 Foundation for three years, took that over from Haywood, another him who got the foundation up and going. And Crotch Rocket kind of led it into this new season, and, and he's since transitioned out of the role of president of F3 Foundation. But just want to give two claps to him. Um, just did an amazing job really bringing the foundation into, into this new season. He's been so kind and generous to me, and uh, just a him among him. So thank you to CR. And, and stepping into that role, uh, you've already heard from him already, but uh, Snap Fade, I'm going to give the formal introduction to the nation as the new president of, of F3 Foundation. Uh, he recently left Bank of America for 24 years. I'm going to read his bio because it's impressive, and uh, I know he's not going to brag on himself, but, but I'll do it a little bit. So uh, he recently left Bank of America for 24 years. His most recent role was head of the wholesale credit organization where his team was responsible for extending credit to the firm's global commercial clients. Uh, prior to this role, he served as global head of leverage finance, uh, during an 18-year career in capital markets. He is currently pursuing an executive certificate in leadership coaching through the Georgetown School of Continuing Studies. Through his involvement with F3, Snapfade, Snap a.k.a. Robert Schleichner, is the, as I mentioned, president now of F3 Foundation and also works uh, to help F3 Metro with its annual Come to the Table event. Husband and father of three children, Snapfade has been active in F3 uh, as he mentioned, since his formation in January 2011. So officially welcoming him publicly as the new president of F3 Foundation, Robert Schleichner, known in the gloom as none other than Snap Fade, and I'm so pumped uh, about him being with us and the work that we've been doing that we're going to tell you more about uh, as we go throughout the roundtable. So I'm going to turn it over to Snap and let him give a little bit of, more about his background and, and his service on the F3 Nation Board of Directors his vision for F3 Foundation in the nation and what all that means. Well, I, Scratch, I really appreciate that. And, um, you know, um, we, are, we are fortunate to have you. I think, you know, if I think back to the history of the foundation, and I, I, uh, we should also give a shout-out to Haywood, who I think it was Haywood's original vision several years ago creating the foundation, and let's just call it version 1.0 when, when Haywood uh, kind of saw a need, we, he knew we were going to need um, a way to raise some money, and I'll get to that in a second, but um, he, he really created it. Uh, Crotch Rocket took it over and, uh, and made it 2.0, and, uh, and I think uh, it's crotched a lot of great things, but, but none was more important than hiring, uh, than hiring you to help us kind of professionalize this thing. And so I really view where we are right now is we're creating version 3.0. Um, so, uh, so Haywood and Crotch and, and, uh, and Scratch get the first three shout-outs. I, I also want to thank the PACs because there, if it was not for the PACs, there would be no need for a foundation. And, uh, and what, it, what it takes is uh, a group of men who see 
uh, and believe in the mission of F3 Nation, first as purported by Dread and OBT, and then Dread, and now on to Slaughter. But you've got to buy into the mission of what we're trying to do as a group to move forward uh, in order to support it. You know, one of the core, one of the five core principles is that the workouts are free, and the workouts will always be free. That's never going to change. And it is also true that for the nation to have the impact that it can have across our country and the globe, it, it has taken resources, and it's going to continue to take resources to, uh, to make everything happen uh, that, that we're trying to make happen under Slaughter's leadership. So, you know, right now, in rough numbers, Slaughter will have better data than I have. But if you think about we've got roughly 60,000 packs and 3,300 workouts, um, and, and Slaughter's vision is for us to have 250,000 packs over the next four years, the foundation uh, is going to play an important role. So, so look, the, the foundation has played an important role up until now. And there's some great stories that we're that some of which are out there. We're going to do a better job going forward of telling those stories. And as we move forward, the foundation, I believe, is going to become more and more important to enable um, the vision of F3 Nation to, uh, to to come to light. So, yes, it's free, and yes, it's going to take resources, and we're going to need help from everybody. Uh, from everybody out there to make that happen, and certainly um, the two folks you're you're talking to on the phone are deeply committed to this, as are you know thousands of men uh, across the nation, and we've just got to do a good job over time of reaching everybody. Uh, I'm going to let you take a quick breath right there. So, uh, first off, I'm, I'm scribbling notes down. Um, I love the other tagline. So not only did you come up with the tagline, hug it out for Metro. Version 3.0, uh, for those of us who have been around for a while, I, I love kind of like, um, I, I like 3.0 because it's basically acknowledging we're getting better at this, right? And I think uh, that was a solid way to say, hey, you know, for the first two versions were great. It exactly what we needed at that time. We're just going, we're going into such a different space. This whole thing with Slaughter's Challenge for the 250K, uh, we need version 3.0 to get us there. And I just I appreciate you doing the outline and kind of giving us the update. You know, your resume gets you, you know, validates that your your mammon experience shows that you're uh, the guy, the right kind of guy for this job. And so I'm going to hand it back to you. But I I appreciate version 3.0. I think it's a good way to say it. Back to you. Well, I appreciate that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Not, no, no, go ahead. No, I, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, I, I think, you know, as, as we think, as I think about us moving forward uh, in the foundation under, under Scratch's day-to-day -day leadership, you know, there are a couple things that come to mind. And first of all, you know, having been on the board um, since the formation of the board, I guess we've now been at it two years or so, um, one thing that is deeply important to the board is there is that there is absolute connectivity between F3 Nation and the foundation. So in other words, were it not for F3 Nation, there would be no need for a foundation. The two, and therefore, 
But in order for F3 Nation to be everything it can be, it needs the foundation to help prime the pump. So these two organizations are inextricably linked, and that's why our mission in the foundation is to accelerate F3 Nation's mission and impact through generosity. I'll say that again. The mission of F3 Foundation is to accelerate F3 Nation's mission and impact through generosity, and we will do that through three main pillars. The first one is transparency. And with respect to transparency, um, I think we all believe this goes for the XSLT, it's for the board, and it's certainly for, for Scratch and Win and I, that we owe to the PACs an accounting of where the money goes. You know, one of Slaughter's big tenants when he came in um, to the Nantan role was to produce an annual report. And in there, we're going to outline where the, where the money's going. We're going to help tell the story of where the PACs' money has been spent. Uh, I can assure you that, that um, when, when Scratch and I are on the phone, um, we talk about spending the PACs' money uh, with care. Um, there is, uh, there's, there's not a lot of wasted uh, resource going in different places here. It's a really important pillar for us. So being able to tell people where it goes is, is critical, transparency. The second pillar is efficiency. So I, I happen to believe that one of the reasons F3 Nation has been so, ex so successful, well, actually, I think there are two main reasons. One is the fact that there are only five core principles, and then locally, PACs can do whatever they want to do within those five. And, and that hyper-locality allows for growth. If we tried to have a centralized body dictating things, it would never work. So the hyper-locality is one. And two, and kind of an adjunct to that is um, the fact that there is very little bureaucracy. And I think, um, I think that is appealing to a lot of people in a day and age where bureaucracy seems to only go up. You know, there, there are X number of rules, and none of the rules ever go away. They, we only add rules and add steps to processes and stuff. So one of the things Scratch and I are committed to is trying to take our processes, the grant process being, in, being an example of that, but there are others, and trying to make them as tight as we can make it while also providing the right amount of governance uh, for the process to make sure that going back to the first point, we can be accountable to the PACs. So efficiency is the second, transparency is the first, and the third is impact. <clears throat> so we want to raise money, and as we raise money, there are three places where that money is going to go. The first place is to make sure the foundation can stay in operation. That's 1A. 1B is to make sure F3 Nation has all the money that it needs to, do, to, to achieve the XSLT's strategic plan. And then third, to the extent we have money left over after that, it's going to be about the grant process and making an impact in all the communities around the country that have good ideas, that can get them surfaced, and we can end up getting funded. Um, Scratch is going to talk a little bit about uh, the grant process, but we want to create impact in away from what the foundation is doing, 
um, men are making amazing impacts on, in their community without the foundation. We want this to be an ignition to that. So to help out where we can, not everything is going to need money, but some things are, and we want to help make that come to life. And so that's why uh, the annual fundraising is going to be uh, really important to us. Scratch, you know, I, I said a lot there. What would you add to that? I think that's spot on, Sam I'm excited about our mission. Um, you know, the action plan of how we fund that, you talked about priority 1A, 1B, and then 2 is making grants and the pillars that hold it all up. You know, C-SPAN, we've talked about our mission, our action, our pillars create our map, right, MAP. And, of course, we all know a map tells you where you're going and gives you the direction about how to get there. So um, I'm, I'm really excited about what's ahead for us, and I'm, and I'm really grateful for Snapfade's vision and his encouragement and uh, holding me accountable and us working as a team to sort of refocus, you know, this Foundation 3.0 as we head uh, into these in next few coming months. So. All right, now i got a bunch of questions because <laughs> it's my show. I get to do whatever I want. So, um, and I, I don't know if this is um, – maybe Scratch, I'll start with you. So the, I know the last time you and I talked, uh, we kind of talked about it because it sounded like uh, you guys are still alive. It's still one boat, uh, two sets of oars. Are we still kind of going with that? I, you know, we tried to give some analogies to the – to the listeners so they understood that it's the F3 Nation and the Foundation are all, basically we're all in the same boat. Are we still using that same analogy? Absolutely, Span, And I think that analogy is embodied in, in the mission statement that SNAP shared that we just uh, recently uh, sort of revitalized and revamped. That mission statement is to accelerate F3 Nation's mission and, and the nation's impact for generosity. That's why we exist. That is that is the one boat, two oars. There is no daylight between the foundation and the nation. We are tethered together and will be tethered together uh, in perpetuity. So I think that's a great way to still think about um, how we're moving forward together. Yeah, and maybe I'll, I'll toss this one over to Snap. Snap, one of the ones we talked about was if we had guys who had this kind of skill set that we would be building up a, a – and I know we came up with a good name for it, but it was basically the uh, advisory council or um, – and I know we were going to come up with a better name, more of an F3 name for them. Uh, can you kind of just jump in and explain if we got guys with this skill set, um, how, how they can step in to help or how, where you need help? <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, C-SPAN, it's a great question. So um, the advisory council, which is now – uh, which which uh, Scratch really uh, put together over the past couple of months, uh, and Grappler is chairing uh, Grappler from Charlottesville. Um, we got kicked off, I'd say, about six weeks ago. We've had a few meetings so far, and that group is going to be invaluable to help us do a couple of things. Number one, um, you know, one of the things that, that I'm certainly sensitive to is um, – this is a nationwide organization, and we need boots on the ground in lots of different places with ears to the ground and creating ideas and bringing different perspectives. 
Um, we know that, that uh, Metro did not introduce, uh, has not created or reinvented the wheel. And so we, we need lots of people out there uh, with ideas and perspectives. The second thing they do for us is they, you know, we, we bring things to them to evaluate as just a, for instance, Scratch is going to talk about the grant process in just a minute. But we took the grant process, Scratch put together um, a great draft of, of, of how to turn the grant process back on, and we took it to the council to say, kick the tires here. Nobody here is attached to these views. This is one way to do it. Give us some feedback. And so it's, it's unbelievably valuable to have people who have been in um, – you know, roles like these guys have been in, and, and, and uh, one of the things we can do is circulate their bios. But um, to take a look at what we're doing and saying, hey, here are a couple of things you guys need to think about. This is the way it works here, and this is the way it works there, and you're not thinking about this. And so, um, again, back to that 3.0 construct, um, we don't have any interest in living in an echo chamber. So I think our job is to think through issues. I think it is to put pen to paper. I think Scratch and I are supposed to beat it up, and then we've got a group of people who can kind of take it and make it good to great. And uh, and so they've just been invaluable that way, and they're going to be very helpful to us in, in helping us tell the story um, but uh, but it's something I think has been missing. And, and 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 by the way, this was no brainchild of mine. This was Scratch and and, uh, and Crotch Rocket had set the wheels in motion. It just happens to be uh, coming to fruition now. Um, but this is a this is a great group of people that uh, that uh, the Scratch has helped put together. And see, Scott, awesome. I would add to that. This is just to shout these guys out. Um, you know, we've got Grappler, who's our chair. In Charlottesville, we've got Brady out of Puget Sound, Sawed Off out of Low Country uh, near Charleston, South Carolina. We've got Van Winkle in Shell Metro, and then we've got Wolverine in St. Louis. And so, to Snapshot's point, we want a very uh, diverse group of guys, diverse, diverse in terms of skill sets and gifts and talent, uh, age, geographic location, race, uh, race and ethnicity, uh, all senses of the word in terms of being a diverse group. And right now we've got five guys. We're looking to grow the advisory council to about 15 guys. And so we're actively searching for people who have specific skill sets um, in, uh, in terms of being a practicing attorney, someone from academia, so higher education, uh, someone who, who works in uh, public relations and marketing, uh, also someone who works in maybe risk management and human resources. Uh, those are some of the skill sets that we're looking for. And so if you're listening to to this right now and you think, hey, that, that's me and I'd love to maybe learn more about getting involved, uh, I'll give you a contact information at the end, but, but info is on the website and I'm on Slack and, you know, we're very intentional about building this group out because they are going to be instrumental in helping us uh, sort of move the train down the tracks in the coming months and, and years. And they've already done an amazing job, like Snap said, in terms of providing grants, or excuse me, providing feedback about the grants that we're going to be turning on uh, here in April, and I'm excited to share about that um, in a second. Yeah, and I, I think we gotta, we got to pass right to the grants because we got to get the catch the listeners up because uh, Kitty told me I couldn't let you off this call without you going through the grant process. So I'm going to get out of the way. We're going we're gonna to put ourselves on mute so you can uh, catch the listeners up on this grant process. Awesome. 
Well, again, just to reorient our listeners a bit, uh, the priority for the foundation is priority 1A to make sure that the foundation's operations are sustainable in perpetuity, so continue raising more money, having, having more impact. Priority 1B, making sure that F3 Nation's operations are funded. And the reality, C-SPAN, is it takes philanthropy to cover that operating gap and help fund the nation and help us continue to grow to 250,000 guys. And so that's priority 1A and 1B. Priority 2 is making grants into the communities for projects that the PACs care about to accelerate their charitable impact. And here's how we're going to do that. I gave a little a teaser on the COT, but I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper right now. So um, we're going to be releasing $50,000 of funding in April. Um, and the programs and projects that can, can be uh, proposed and, and that folks can apply to receive funding for can be a new program or project, an existing program or project. There has to be at least two PACs involved actively in terms of uh, this, this proposal and project through volunteerism. Uh, we're also asking that the regions have uh, some skin in the game. And so uh, these are going to be matching grants. We're going to provide grants uh, up to $2,500. So let's say someone has a charitable project they're working on in their, in their region, their community. Let's say that that cost of the project is $5,000. We're going to say, okay, uh, if you're willing to raise $2,500, we'll match you dollar for dollar, and we'll get this thing across the finish line. And so, um, you know, the advisory council was very adamant that, that those grants be structured in a matching uh, sort of uh, way. And the regions we've spoken to over the past few months, the conversations I've had, uh, guys, uh, regions, the PACs are very much aligned with that. So that's a little bit of how the structure is going to work. Um, the grant cycle will be open for about 45 days. Guys will have a chance to, to log into the technology that we've, um, that we've invested in. A very, very affordable, uh, very efficient, very user-friendly technology. Guys can create their application. They can go back and save it later. They can submit it. These applications are going to be reviewed and scored by the advisory council. Uh, there's going to be some criteria in terms of how well it aligns with F3 uh, Nation's mission, F3 Foundation's mission. Uh, what, are, what are the impacts you're proposing that you're going to make, and, and, and what is the overall sort of goal of the project, and how is it going to make a difference uh, in the communities where the F3 uh, PACs live, work, and play? A um, couple other things, you know, like any other grant, there's going to be a report that's due. Uh, we, we want a basic uh, sort of written report about the impact that was achieved, how the funds were spent, and we want a success story. It's not said, you know, part of our pillar number three is having impact and telling that story. And so the stories of, of these grants and these charitable projects and acceleration of the PACs in their local community and right in their backyard is going to be key to continuing to uh, sort of express uh, how the foundation is adding value to F3 Nation and the PACs. Um, C-SPAN, really quick, I want to touch on some things that, and look, all this information is on the website. You can go, you can go to f3-foundation.org right now and, and read over everything I'm, I'm sharing with you. But here's some of the things that, that, we're, that we're not going to fund. Programs that seek 100% funding, right, because it's going to be a matching structure. Um, if, uh, you know, here's another one, event sponsorship. Hey, um, we would love to put the F3 logo on our event. Now, look, I think that's a great idea. But the reality and, and part of the reason why we have this strategy, these guidelines, C-SPAN, is that you know, we cannot go and drain our grant resources in two weeks. And so one of the things that the advisory council weighed in on said, for right now, the foundation's not going to fund event sponsorships. So we're going to fund projects and initiatives and programs, but not events. Another thing that we're not going to do is 
if an organization comes to us seeking funding and they have no relationship with us three or local PACs, they're not eligible. Okay, so there has to be a close-knit relationship uh, between the PACs and, and, the, and the charities that they're passionate about, the charitable projects that they're hoping to pursue and receive, receive funding for. So it, it, it starts with F3, it ends with F3. It has to be tethered to F3 in a meaningful way, both in active volunteerism for those PACs, and as we touched on before, the local matching dollars have to be raised, and the foundation will kick in the rest for that. So again, all this information is on the website. Um, the grant criteria is on there. You can read through that. I encourage PACs to think uh, through with their Nantans and their local leadership about what projects they're currently working on that they may want to work on in the coming months. And then again, they're going to have the opportunity to apply, and uh, those applications are going to be reviewed. And then some are, are going to be funded. Some aren't. But look, if, if you're not funded, it's an opportunity to have a conversation uh, with me and, you know, and, and foundation leadership and say, how can we be better next time? And guys are welcome to apply again. It's not a one and done. It's going to be very relational. And, and again, everything we do in C-SPAN is going to meet those pillars. Transparency, first and foremost. Efficiency, it's going to be smooth sailing. It's going to be relational. We're going to learn a lot, but we're going to work together uh, to get it done and, and have these grants make impact. And then, like I said, the third pillar is impact in terms of uh, adding value to the nation, adding value to the PACs, and it's about what they're already doing, C-SPAN. Look, F3 is bottom-up. It's not top-down. We want to know what the PACs are doing. We want to understand how they're having charitable impact, and we want to help them accelerate because that's why the foundation exists. So I'm going to pause there. Yeah, I'm going I'm to let you take a, break, uh, take a breath. And first of all, I, I appreciate you just doing the outline right there. And I, I actually, like Kitty, wanted to make sure we got that out of you before we uh, finished up the podcast. A couple things that I want the listeners to make sure, uh, just to clarify what he said. You and the eight guys in the parking lot that aren't doing anything but showing up to workouts together, uh, this really doesn't apply to you. We love you. We love that you buy T-shirts occasionally. You're our guys. Uh, but now if you are a group that, does more, you know, project work or service work. I love that you guys are matching grants because, um, you know, I, I always kind of hated like people thought there was like this unlimited checkbook, and it's like it's a free workout, and you think there's an unlimited checkbook. Where do you think this money's coming from? And so I, I love that you guys are going to, you know, I, I love a match because that, uh, to your point, that gets groups that are doing these kind of, you know, these kind of activities. Um, if you raise some and you, you guys match the rest, it'll, it'll get the project done. And so I think that's really cool. The other one that I think we always need to uh, just tell you guys thank you is this transparency thing. And I know Slaughter and I have talked about this topic a lot. There's not a bunch of fat cats driving Cadillacs around here, but he, you know, Slaughter is, understands that everybody wants to know where the money goes, and I just appreciate the transparency. Even with the grants, if you don't get approved, that you guys are just going to be super candid and provide the feedback. might not feel great when you don't get funded, but at least you'll understand why, and you'll be better and more prepared for it next time. So, Scratch, I'll hand it back to you at this point if there's anything you want to add. You know, Scratch, can I add one thing? Snap, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Snap. Yeah. You know, C-SPAN, it's worth saying a couple things. Number one, uh, this is where we're going to start. 
um, if you were to fast forward the clock, you know, three years from now, do I believe we'll be in the exact same spot? I don't. I don't for a couple of reasons. Number one, we're going to test and learn. We're going to learn a bunch of stuff as we get out there, and we're going to adapt. We don't have a fixed mindset where we say, hey, this is it, and it's never changing. This is more a starting point, and let's go learn. Um, the second thing is I know if, if, if I was in the audience and I heard him go through grant process and write a report, look, we're, we're not talking about you writing a 10-page you know, term paper on what, what, it, what happened. It's more back to the pillars. It's more back to if we give a grant to Seattle, we want to be able to say to the guys in Naperville, hey, guys, this is what we gave the money for, and this is what they did with it. Again, it goes back to transparency and impact. It goes back to these three pillars. And so, you know, it's going to be something short. It's, it's more than zero, but it's not going to take tons and tons of time. And, and frankly, it, it, you know, it, it, if you're in the middle of it, you're going to be able to write it in five minutes is the point. Absolutely, and I would echo that too, Sam. But you know, even the application, we worked on this thing to make sure it's efficient. And look, the idea, and I'll tell this in the conversations with guys, if, if they call me and say, Scratch, here's my idea. Here's what I'm thinking about. What do you think? Look, don't use ten words when five words will do. Because we want to, you know, be brief, brother, be brief, and be efficient. And plus, we're going to be reviewing these applications along with the advisory council. It's like, you know, if we get 20, 30 applications, I mean, you know, let's be concise and get to the point. Look, it's supposed to be efficient. It's supposed to be low impact. It's not going to take a lot of time, but um, but to Sam's point, it'll you know where we start won't necessarily be where we finish, and we're going to learn along the way, and we're going to be committed to getting better and committed to uh, to growing through this. Love it. <laughs> Let me give you one more of those. Love it. All right, uh, Scratch. Anything else you want to you want to catch the listeners up on? I mean, that's it. The only thing I'll say is I hit my one-year anniversary uh, a couple weeks ago on March 24th. It's been an amazing year, and um, I'm thankful to, to Crotch Rocket for bringing me on. I'm thankful to Snapfade for all he's done. I mean, clearly, Dread and OBT for starting the whole thing. But just like I said in the CFT, I'd, I'd wrap up my, my one year with just the word uh, honored, and it's been amazing. And, brother, we're better – we're better with you here, and so thank you. So, Snap, I um, I'm gonna let you take it from here. What do you wanna? What do you? Anything that we missed? Anything you wanna catch the listeners up? How you wanna leave us uh, into this podcast? Well, amen to, to C-SPAN to your comment that um, thank goodness Scratch is here. Um, we would not be nearly where we are without him. So we owe him uh, a big debt of gratitude. Um, you know, I, I, I'll close this out with this. From my perspective, I, I think about F3 as a gift that someone gave to me, and it's changed my life. And that started in 2011, and I've been a beneficiary of that for the last 11 years. And um, other than give, giving me a bad back, I think everything else it's done for me has been really positive. And I personally feel... Um, a debt of gratitude and a desire um, to help Slaughter and his team 
give this to as many people across the country and the world as we can. And, and in order to do that, the foundation is going to need, um, we're going to need help from all the PACs out there, and we're going to ask PACs to be generous. And, you know, each PAC will define what that means uh, for him. Uh, we, we are not in the business of, 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 of speculating on what generous is. All we ask for is help. And, you know, for, for almost every uh, locality out there that I can think of, every, every AO I can think of, every, every region, Somebody has kind of paid it forward, and and um, and given the benefit that it's given to all of us, boy, it would be a real shame if we don't turn around, given given what we know it can do for men, and try to give it to everybody we possibly can. And so that's why we that's the why behind all of this. And I'll end with that, C-SPAN, and thanks for all you do, brother. I um, I'm going to say that's a good summary. <laughs> reason we do all this is because somebody else was willing to stand there before us and tell us before we even knew what F3 was that we needed uh, some friends. Um, somebody was willing to stand there and, and take up the, you know, take that spot and lead the way. Uh, I love that, brother. And so both of you, on behalf of the nation, I'm just going to say thanks again. Uh, for everybody else, I'll talk to you next week. And uh, thanks for being a guest in the roundtable. See you guys.